This is Antool Woodworking Shop Notes for February 10th, 2019. Uh, my name is Chad LeMay, and I'm back in the shop. Um, I came down, and it's like, all right, let's do the uh, the couch caddy. Uh, the Christmas tree's put away. We've got a little table in the corner, so I don't really need this thing. Um, at least there's no... i got like a year to do it if we're going to put the tree in the same spot next year. So... It's, uh, there's really no motivation right now for me to work on this and feeling it pretty hard and I don't feel like chopping dovetails like my wife's trying to put the kid down and um, I just don't feel like banging away at the moment. Um, so I'm not going to, I think this project was keeping me out of the shop because it's I haven't been too excited to, to work on it, so I'm going to put it aside for now. Um, good enough. Yeah, so um, Couch Caddy's out. I want to do something fun in the shop, I just, and Couch Caddy just was, wasn't it any longer, so moving on. Um, I've been watching and reading a lot about sharpening lately, and I've got diamond stones. I went all in with what uh, Paul Sellers recommended um, with the uh, coarse, medium, and fine or extra fine. You see, extra fine um, DMT die sharp um, diamond plate sharpening stones. Um, no maintenance. You don't have to flatten them, any of that crap. Uh, you just got to treat them right, and uh, yeah, and they just work. I like them so far. I, I made that thing that Paul Sellers has his uh, stones in. Like, it's a board that's got a little recess for three boards, uh, three stones side by side. I'm not wild about it. Um, I feel like I don't use the middle one enough, and I, I, I mean, there's no good way. You got to pop it out if you want to flatten the back using the middle, the, uh, the, the middle stone. So, um, I, I like the idea of uh, of oil stones, um, and I like the way that they have that little box. You know the classic ones. They got that old school little box. It looks like a tiny coffin, and you lift off the lid, and the, the stone is sticking up a little bit. Um, that seems like a that seems like a good way to do it. Um, I mean, that's the way they used to do it. They'd have maybe one or two stones, and you know you're good to go. Uh, that appeals to me. So I'm I'm gonna make a uh, a box like that. The you know, it's basically just two four-quarter pieces of wood. You sandwich them together, and you cut a recess in the middle of them for to fit your stone. Um, you can stylize it a little bit, but that's what I'm working on at this point. I, well, I mean, I've been waiting for the furnace to stop. It's it's the winter and it's cold, and the furnaces run on quite a lot, so um, it just stops. So that's why I'm here. I. Found an uh, an offcut of cherry from an old project. Um, get my tape out. It's about eight inches wide. 
Yeah, it's four quarter stock. Um, and it's going to be an odd one. It's 16 inches long. Whereas, so 8 by 16. Yeah. So the stone is 8 inches long. So I can't get too the long way because you got to have a little bit going around the edge. And it's 3 inches wide. So I could probably get a top and a bottom right next to each other. Yeah, if I do three inches plus a quarter inch on either side, that's three and a half times two is seven, and I've got eight inches, eight inches here. All right, so that'll be the move. Um, that's what I'm going to do. I, I've just been planning um, to try to take the rough off of this thing. Um, I got out my monster. What is this thing? It's kind of a Frankenstein. It says Craftsman on the uh, cap iron. It's got a Craftsman blade on it. There's the number. Can't find it. Anyway, it's uh, a joining plane. When I got it, it had a nice... Jesus. It is about... 20, 21 and a half, 21 three quarter inches long. Um, when I got it, it had a nice uh, deep bevel on the on the iron. Um, and like an idiot, oh, there's a furnace. Yeah, we're gonna power through. Um, like an idiot, I, I ground it flat on one of my diamond stones and now it's got a nice Great bevel. Um, I'm gonna end up working that out when I get my grinder here. I'll take that out in one day, but as time goes on, I'll try to ground a more pronounced bevel so I take a better scoop. Um, yeah, so I just been trying to flatten it with that and uh, true up one edge. Uh, so that's what I'm working on uh, before I get to cutting this thing to size. So my furnace makes three sounds. This is the quiet one. We'll, hopefully it'll stay on this for a little while. I just, um, all right, so I got a, 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 a flat face and a square edge. And I guess I did a pretty poor job at that. All right, should have looked before I started talking. I've been, <clears throat> I, uh, I cut, uh, I, I cross cut to make uh, a square edge on the end grain to go with, excellent, the, uh, the square face so I can uh, do hopefully somewhat accurate layout. Actually, it doesn't have to be that accurate. I can kind of rough cut the two, then sandwich them together, and then plane everything. Okay. All right, yeah, so it's time to do some quick layout, some rough cuts, and then some planing. Um, to do that cross cut, I used a Japanese saw. My, my buddy got me a Japanese saw for my birthday last year. And... Um, given it a whirl it works excellent and it's easy it's easier than using a western style saw there's a, definitely a skill involved with pushing through a cut where this is i mean there's still skill involved but or maybe i've got skill transfer it's hard to say i don't know all right um all right i'm gonna lay this out and hack it up
Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes is brought to you by the following sponsors. Second cross cut's done and that is acceptable for where we're at right off the saw. Um, Alright, so now I will lay out some rip cuts and uh, rip some rip cuts. I get that rip cut done and it came out nice. It barely needs, well, it looks like it barely needs sanding um, so clean off the saw, but it does um, because it's not, jeez, it's not square. All right, and there, there, there are saw marks, saw, saw marks in it. It's just, um, it just looks clean. It's not as fuzzy as a Western cut. All right, so I'm going to hit this with the plane and then uh, see if I can get these the same width. All right, so I got these the same width. Um, I was trying to square up the ends a little bit, and I got some blowout. Um, I, I still got plain work to do. I'm going to be, I mean, I've only got, well, I've got one on each piece that is still rough from the mill. Um, so I'll have to clean that up. I'm thinking about just cleaning one up, just the top one. I'll be able to hide that blowout with the chamfer I put on the top. And I might do a little scrolly feet work on the bottom piece, and I can leave that rough. So the way I've got it right now is the face planed edge, which has been ripped, is kind of sandwiched together between the two. So it's uh, rough from the mill on the outside of the sandwich. Uh, I'll make sure it's square all around, um, and then I'll lay out to cut the recess where the stone will fit on the inside. Uh, so I still need to clean up one side. I'll leave the other rough. Um, actually, i got to make sure the sides are parallel, otherwise that'll throw off my mortise. Anyway, um, it's getting late. It's been... Uh, well, I've been down here for two hours and it's almost bedtime, so it'll work in the morning. Alright, yeah, so I'll, I'll sweep up and I'll, yeah, this is where i got to stop for the night. Probably won't get into the shop until, I don't know, maybe Wednesday? We'll see. Alright, anyway, this has been Shop uh, Pan Tool Woodworking Shop Notes. Is it February 10th, 2019? My name is Chad LeMay. Um, no picture on Instagram this week because it's just dimensioning rough stock. Actually, screw it, I'll take a picture real quick. Um, yeah, you can find that image on my Instagram, Chad LeMay, or you can search the hashtag, hashtag, hand tool woodworking shop notes. Alright, thanks.